Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome back to another episode of Time Freedom for Lawyers. On these solo Friday episodes, it's just me, and I tell you about something that's either going on in my life or something interesting that I learned recently. And this Friday, I'm coming to you on location from Orlando, Florida, at the Funnel Hacking Live event. And you would say, maybe, what the hell is a lawyer doing at an e-commerce program like Funnel Hacking Live? Let me tell you about this thing. This conference four-day conference that really the schedule runs like every single day from eight in the morning to 10 o'clock at night is an entrepreneurial tour de force. And if you haven't gotten to attend a conference that's outside of the legal profession, you are missing out on the entrepreneurial engine of America, which is these young men and women who have built incredible businesses in niches that you would not even think are income-producing businesses. And holy shit, the ideas that you can rip off and duplicate from them and put into practice in your high-dollar-per-hour skill law firm will just blow your hair back. So what I'm going to do today is share a couple of takeaways that I have just from day one of the conference. I'm recording this 6 a.m. Thursday morning. I'm up early to do this because the rest of the day is jam-packed and I'm not going to have any time to record later in the day. So just from day one of the conference, coming up. Welcome to Time Freedom for Lawyers, where the goal is to become less busy, make more money, and spend more time doing what you want instead of what you have to. Bringing together guests from all walks of life who are living a life of their own design and sharing actionable tips for how you too can live the life of your dreams. Now, here's your host, Brian Glass. So the thing that you have to understand about going to conferences about selling things is that they're going to try to sell you stuff. And ClickFunnels does this in a really subtle way. Number one, unlike a lot of conferences that I've been to, especially in the legal space, there are no other vendors. So typically there's a whole hall of sponsor booths and vendors and affiliates trying to sell you stuff. ClickFunnels doesn't have any of that. This is a 5,000 person event only put on by ClickFunnels and their couple of closely held businesses. But because of that, and because they're only selling their own product, They've got to do an incredible job of marketing and, and showing you that there is a path to you becoming a millionaire within this product. And they do just an unbelievable job of this. So I'll have a couple of pictures of this on my Instagram. But from the moment that you walk into this hotel, they have the Hollywood Walk of Fame. So there's a there's an award in ClickFunnels called the Two Comma Club. It's for people that have sold a million dollars worth of whatever the, your product is, whether it's a coaching program a mastermind or a digital product, if you sell a million dollars worth of that product through the ClickFunnels channel, you get a two comma club award, which kind of like a golden or a, a platinum record goes on your wall and is there for you to look at for all time to remind you that you made a million dollars out of this program. But the other thing they do is they have this Hollywood Walk of Fame where everybody who's earned a two comma club award in the last year gets their name on this Walk of Fame. And I swear to God, there must be a thousand people who have this award. And so that's the first thing that you see when you walk in. And, and as somebody who's a first time attendee to this conference, you walk through and you go, oh my God, look at how many people 
many of whom are probably not as smart or probably not as hardworking as I am, who've earned a million dollars through this program. Like these guys have something to pay attention to. And then they have this slogan that's everywhere in all of their marketing that's you're just one funnel away. You are one sales process away from having your own two comma club award from earning your own million dollars through this channel. Now, the thing is that this does attract a little bit of the hustle porn bro culture. And so there are a lot of guys wearing t-shirts like millionaire in training or show me my money. And there are guys in the event Facebook group who are saying things like I spent my last dime to be here. And that scares me right? When you're living on the edge like that, and I'm worried about a culture that attracts people like that, claiming that it is easy because you're putting on a four-day event exactly because it is not easy to do. It is not easy to sell people stuff online. But ClickFunnels does a really good job of acting like it is. And Russell Brunson began today's event with probably an hour on self-image and self-improvement and the new, I think he called it the new self philosophy that began in the 1850s with the Earl Nightingales and the Dale Carnegies and the folks who said, you can think your way to success. And the reason that he starts there is because he's going to teach you all this stuff over the next four days. And if you mentally, if you think you can't do it, then you won't be able to do it. And and we talk about this in great legal marketing all the time. I can give you all the tactics in the world, but if you aren't mentally in a space where you feel like you can be successful, where you think you deserve success, then you won't be successful because the resistance, which is a Stephen Pressfield concept, is going to pop up and keep you from doing any of the work. Because honestly, the biggest barrier between you and success is the space in between your ears. It's the fact that you don't think you deserve it or that you don't think you can do it or that you have some voice external to you telling you why you shouldn't do it, why you shouldn't take that risk. Because in 2023, all of the tactics are available to you in books and on YouTube largely for free. So the only excuse for why you haven't done it is because you haven't done it, because you haven't made the mental change in between your ears to get your ass in gear and to do the work to get there. So that's takeaway number one is that at the end of the day, like all so much of this comes back to your image of self. And that's not to say fake it till you make it. It's not to say take on cases that you can't handle and figure it out later. It's not to say bite off more than you can chew and start chewing. It's to say before you do any of the work, you've got to get yourself mentally in a space where you're ready for this success. So that's takeaway number one. Takeaway number two, and this is particularly applicable to law firms and especially PI law firms, is businesses brag about their results and movements brag about the results of others. So this is two guys who built a mastermind group and a coaching group inside of the life insurance space, really not selling how do I get you the greatest ROI on your money in a life insurance product, but selling how do we create freedom, financial freedom, time freedom, freedom of geography through this product. And what they do is they don't tell the story of I sold this product and it created 400% ROI. And and I I don't understand life insurance products enough to be able to do that justice. But they're not saying we have the solution and it's gotten people from here to here from a financial perspective. They are celebritizing clients of theirs who have taken this product and then done other great things in their life. The product in that story is ancillary. 
right? It's the common thread that runs through seven of those stories, yes, but telling seven different stories about seven different people's visions of success gives you a greater opportunity to tell the story that aligns with your next customer's vision of success. And so if you're trying to create a movement, which is what we're doing in great legal marketing, you really need to be telling the stories, not about the great tactics and the great coaching that you have. That's a mistake. Not about the great financial results that you've gotten for somebody or helped them get. That's a mistake. But about the lifestyle results that people, your members have achieved on their own. And so movements brag about others, businesses brag about results. Takeaway number three is also a business-related one. Russell Brunson said from the stage, and, and I think he was quoting somebody, but I can't remember now, that if you don't have continuity, you don't have a business. And continuity is subscription service, somebody that pays you month in, month out, year in, year out. And I've been thinking about this a lot, running an auto accident injury practice, and I talk to guys in the real estate space a lot about that there really is very little that's saleable in our industries at the end of the building of our business. Like you can build a huge team, but if all you're doing is chasing the next sale, the next client, the next customer, then it's really not a business. It really is a collection of one-off individual sales that you have to sell over and over again. You're always in the business of selling. So what can we do in our law practices to build in continuity? whether that's maintaining a really good email list that keeps your clients referring their new friends back to you, whether that's creating a herd of raving fans among doctor's practices, among auto body shops that send people back to you in a continuity-based kind of way. It's really hard in these single event practices to figure out what that would look like, and I think it's even harder in somewhere like criminal defense. But if I were running a family law practice, or if I were running an estates planning practice, I would definitely be thinking about how to build in subscription-based pricing into my services. So for instance, in a family law practice, when you handle a custody debate dispute and the kid is five, what are the chances that over the next 13 years, there's going to be something that comes up that causes additional custody disputes? Maybe somebody wants to move out of state. Maybe somebody's got a new boyfriend that the ex-husband doesn't like and doesn't want the the daughter moving in with the new boyfriend. There might be all kinds of opportunities to build in a subscription-based service that would get you lower pricing down the road or something like that. And, and obviously, you've got to stay within the ethical bounds of pricing for lawyers, meaning that it has to bear a relation to the work that's actually being done. But I think there would be a way, if you thought about it long and hard enough, to build that pricing into your legal services. Because at the end of the day, so many of us spend time during the prime of our careers 40, 45, 50, 55, building these huge teams <laughs> and costly teams. And then we get to the end of the rainbow and go, fuck, I don't have anything I can sell to somebody else. I don't have a retirement plan except the next lawyer who's coming along, my associate who's coming along who can take over the business and may pay me out like a quasi pension for the next couple of years until he figures out, shit, if I really want to do this, I can go start my own entity over here and take most of the clients. So giving deliberate thought to how can I build continuity into my business, even if my business is a law practice. Number four takeaway, Russell said that for ClickFunnels, the most important metric that they have is how many people joined my email list today. Their number one KPI is not how many sales that we make, how many people bought on the order bump page. It's not what is our subscription number. 
It's how many people joined my list today. And I think so many of us think about the tail end of our buying sequence. How many times did I make the phone ring? What was my Google ads cost per click? And then once people called, what was the conversion ratio of my intake team on those phone calls? So few of us think about the early part of that sequence though. Like how can I acquire more referral sources by putting people onto my list, by getting people who are interested and know me, like me, and trust me to pay attention to me more often, either through a physical newsletter, which we send out at the law firm, or an emailed newsletter, which we send out at Great Legal Marketing. How can I stay in front of people in a way that's interesting, that gets it opened, and makes them think of me as the lawyer? Yes, but also makes me them think of me as the person because people buy from people. They don't buy from law firms. And if they don't know you, like you, and trust you, they're not going to give a shit how good of a lawyer you are. All right, so to that end, I am trying to build my list. I've been on this experiment now for almost a year where I've been posting on LinkedIn every single day. And I'll tell you, I was not good at it back in October of 2022, but I'm getting better at it now. If you don't follow me on LinkedIn, please go do that. But I've generated a million and a half impressions in the last year. That's a pretty big audience. And I'm pivoting away from LinkedIn or pivoting in addition to LinkedIn to experiment with TikTok and with Instagram Reels. And so my commitment for the next 30 days is to post something on TikTok every single day You can find me at Brian M. Glass. And after I get through TikTok, I'm probably going to transition over to Reels. This will be the same kind of stuff that's on the podcast. It'll be short form stuff. And the thing is, it's not going to be good. It's not going to be any good in the next month. So you can be an early adopter, jump in and follow me and comment about how bad my videos are now. But guess what? I'm going to figure this shit out and I'm going to be a year further down the line into the process of figuring it out before somebody who listens to this podcast goes, I should be working on that too. That's another takeaway from today is just get started. It might be bad at first, but you are creating distance and space in between you and your competitors by taking action, by trying to figure it out, and by openly admitting that it's going to suck for the first 30, 60, or 90 days. So you can find me on TikTok. I'm not doing any dances, but you can find me there. Anyway, I got to get a shower and get ready for day two of the conference. I'll be back with some more takeaways next week. Peace, guys. Have a good weekend. If you like Brian, he gives value. Did you hit the like button? Did you say thank you? Because that's how you say thank you. Did you share it with another attorney who you're like, dude, You got to figure this stuff out. Listen to Brian. Brian will help you. Be nice. Share. Hit the thing. Give a little love. I'm clipping that and I'm putting that at the end of every episode. So thank you for that. (laughs)